and we're live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got. <laughs> I got Sika and I got Chloe with me. What, what up? up? That's Sika, so Bricker, weird Bricker. that I'm you Chloe. did that at the same time. I know we did. <laughs> Back in Bindi, you know. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to say about yourself? We did our henna's and we're peeling it right now. They're peeling at their skin. Yes, it's mm. satisfying. I got some hair. I have two dogs. <laughs> Yay! Yay! And today, Siba picked the the story. Yeah. It's the yeah. Hillside Stranglers. Mm. Ooh, 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 ooh. I wanted to pick one that, you know, I didn't know. And it's why I don't know. So, I'm oh, excited. Okay. Dig in. I'm ready. Uh, okay. So, this is, might be a long one. That's what she said. I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it involves two dudes... And I got a whole bunch of other people with the story. Okay. I got this. I'm going to stay on track. Okay. We got Angelo. I don't know how to say their names correctly, but it's Angelo Buono Jr. Yes! <laughs> he was born October 5th, 1934 in Rochester, Jeez. New York. Okay. Okay. New Yorker. New York. His parents are Italian and they divorced when he was little. At five years old, he moved to Glendale, California, along with his mama. Her name's Jenna. Jen. 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 <laughs> and his sister's name is Cecilia. Cecilia. That's very nice. <laughs> very Italian. In his early teens, he became very interested in sex and told his classmates that he raped several girls. Oh. I'll just go ahead and start with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was like a far drop. Okay, good way to get it started. Yeah. He also admired a serial rapist named... Carol Chessman, who is also known as the Red Light Bandit, uh, she committed, I think it's a she, committed a series of acts, no, it's not a she, committed a series <laughs> of acts such as robbery, grand theft auto, kidnapping, and rape. And he Yikes. aspired he, to be like this? Yes. Okay. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. <laughs> he was Angelo's hero, air quotes, and believed he should have killed his victims. Like so, it, when Angelo was listening to his inspiration, he was like, no, he should have killed him. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And he started to be like him and started to steal cars, but was soon put in reform school. It's basically like... A border school? Like a military school? Basically. Like for kids who start to commit crimes. Okay. Damn. Yeah. He married his 17-year-old high school sweetheart, that's Geraldine Vinyl, at 21 years old. That's cute, but I don't want to say it's cute. Cause In it's messed up. Yeah. yeah. But was he 21 and she was 17? Yep. Wait. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't know how that's high school, but... 1930s. She was pregnant at the time, but this clearly didn't matter because he left her not even a week later. Once she got pregnant, he was... Out. He was, like, dipped... Well, they got married and a week, not even a week later, oh, he left. Oh, mommy, like, what are you doing? When he was saying that. Their child was named Michael. He was born January 10th, 1956, but Angelo didn't want to pay child support. Boo, Angelo. Yeah. Angelo married Mary Castillo and also got her pregnant five times. Five? Mamma mia. <laughs> he has six children? Yeah. 
Okay. Let's go ahead and count. So we got, we're on lady number two. Okay. okay. But like, did he get a divorce from the other lady or did he just marry new? No, no, no. He got a divorce with her, then married this girl. Okay. Okay. Got her pregnant five times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was believed by some that he raped his daughter, Grace, at just two years old. Oh, oh my God. This marriage ended as well because Mary said she was physically and sexually Oh, he was physically and sexually abusive to the point where he handcuffed her and had her at gunpoint after she tried to re- reconcile with him. Um, that's gross. <clears throat> a year later, he married Nanette Campino. How, how is he still getting girls, bro? I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> girl number three. I mean, I guess it is the 1930s and women were nothing. It's like time. 1950s. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I, would... I don't know. Yeah. He's growing up. Oh, We're gotcha, changing years. Gotcha. Uh, she had a child already, and he had two kids with her, too. No. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight. Yep. Okay. And a year... Oh. He had two kids with her. During this marriage, Angelo was arrested for stealing cars again and was supposed to spend a year in prison. But due to his many kids and family members, his sentence was suspended so he could still work. Isn't that weird? Yeah, no. that's... Be like, yeah, we'll hold off hold off on that. You gotta make some money. He's like, yeah. For the kids he's you not even taking care of? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And they later divorced in 1971 because of abuse and the known fact this time Jeez. that he raped their daughter. Oh. In 1972, he married Deborah Taylor. And How is he getting girls? <laughs> oh, my God. What is this for? Yeah. Okay. And in 1975, he became a car upholsterer and was seen as very attracted to women. This gave him a big ego, and he started forcing women to give him oral sex. No. He also started dating a teenager who he got pregnant twice. No. Jesus. What, what happened to his sentence? Is that no more? They're um, still holding it on. Yeah. I'm sure he served it at one point, or they did something with it. Uh, okay, we're on to the next guy. His name's Kenneth Alicio Bianchi. Okay, now it's Angelo. Angelo? Angelo and Angelo. Kenneth. Okay. And Kenneth. Uh, Kenneth is Angelo's cousin. Mm-hmm. He was also born in Rochester, New York on May 22nd, 1951. So they're 17 years apart. Okay. Jeez. His mother was a 17-year-old alcoholic who gave him up for adoption. He was adopted by locals Nicholas and Francis, but even with a stable life at home, he was a pathological liar. It was thought this came from petite mal seizures, so he had those when he was five. Oh, so they just diagnosed that from that? Yeah, they're like, he's probably messed up because of those seizures. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. He was also diagnosed with passive-aggressive personality disorder. And Ooh. he would wet the bed and have trouble sleeping when he was little. Aww. I feel like that would be more about his mom. Being yeah. Yeah. January 2nd, 1957, he fell off a jungle gym and landed straight on his face. <laughs> I know you just kids? played that in your head, though. <laughs> I totally did. <laughs> what is the significance of that? Um, because usually in, like, murder cases, they try to keep track of head injuries. Because it messes up the brain process. So, that was slightly noted. Hmm. He was sent to a private Catholic elementary school, but at 12 years old, he pulled down a six-year-old's pants and decided, yeah, I I like this. 
No. That so, is sexual harassment. Yeah. Yep. His dad died a year later from pneumonia. He went to a public high school, dated a lot, and even joined a motorcycle club. He also married his high school sweetheart, Brenda Beck, and divorced her after eight months. Oh. <laughs> At least it wasn't. The not even twins. a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Monroe Community College to be a police officer, but dropped out after one term. Oh. Commitment. Not for him. Nope. He tried to apply at the sheriff's department and got rejected. Eventually, he got a job as a security officer for a jewelry store and got fired for, you guessed it. Stealing? Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> in 1975, <laughs> he moved in with Angelo in California. Angelo taught Kenneth how to use a fake police badge to get free sex from prostitutes. No. They became pimps and forced two girls to uh sell their bodies for them until they escaped. Wow. Kenneth kept applying for police jobs until he got a job at a title company, which gave him enough money to get an apartment and his very own Cadillac. And they're, are they still living together, or that's just his... So it's just him and his girlfriend now. Okay. <clears throat> he moved in with his girlfriend, Kelly Boyd, who got pregnant in 1977. Mm -hmm. She uh, didn't want to get married, but they still stayed together. Good for her. That's a good, <laughs> good choice, man. <laughs> October 1977, they worked together on their first crime. Angelo and Kenneth. <gasps> Wait, Did so they know got... they were cousins? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Fake? Is it their fake? Are they actually, like, are in the police field? So, they're not in the police field. Oh, this they is just their have... own little thing? Yeah. Interesting. Oh. They paid a prostitute named Deborah Noble for a trick list. The list had names of customers in L.A., but she soon showed up with another prostitute named Yolanda Washington. They had sold them a phony list, and the two men quickly got mad. Yolanda Washington was murdered by them at 19 years old. She was wow. found naked on a hillside near Ventura Freeway on October 18, 1977. She had been tied up with fabric, fabric around her neck, wrists, and legs being pinned down. She was Jeez. raped and washed oh. to remove evidence and was left on the hill. That's disgusting. A music store owner was the last to see her and he said that he saw two men flashing police badges at her and she was handcuffed and pushed into the back of an unmarked car. Damn, what the fuck? They killed two more women including Lisa Casson, who was a waitress trying to save up for her ballet lessons. And that's so sad. That is, yeah. uh, these are young girls? Yeah. The other was 15 years old, uh, Lauren Ray Wagner, who was surviving by selling her body on the streets. Oh. She was found on November 1st, 1977. Damn. Two more were killed at 12 and 14, which Damn. had risen the awareness of their killings. A that's nine... what was it? What? That's crazy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. A nine-year-old boy found the two victims after searching for buried treasure in the local dump's trash. From afar, the boy said that the bodies of Dolly Cepeda and Sonia Johnson looked like mannequins. He climbed up over mattresses and trash to get a view of what they were, of what they really were, saying that they were young girls stripped naked and left there to rot. Their bodies had already started to rot, being that there were signs of decay and swarms of insects. Jesus. Yeah. The ninth victim was Kimberly Martin, who had joined a call girl agency. The agency had ex 
accepted a call from two men using a payphone, and she was sent out and eventually never came back. So, assuming they killed her. Yeah. Yeah. Her body was found December 14th, 1977. She was naked and had been strangled along with electrical burns on her palms. She was only 18 years old. Wow. That'd be like so me. Emmy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Wow. That's, that's so scary. I forget that the, like this happens. Yeah. At the end of one year, oh, at the end of this one year, uh, nine, were, nine women were killed in total. People thought there was one murderer, but police suspected two. Wait, wait. That was in one year? One whole year. Oh, all those people. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they still were going around with their fake badges? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> By the beginning of 1978, the 10th woman was killed. Woman. <laughs> Christina Weckler was captured in... Uh, and the two men had experimented with her by injecting her with household surface cleaners. The general way they would go through with the murders was to pick up the victim in a car, asking for sex or pretending to be undercover cops. They would take the victim to Angelo's home and spend several hours raping and torturing them before eventually killing them. So it was mostly just prostitutes? Prostitutes? Mostly. Jeez. Um... They'd be killed by strangulation with a garrote. I think that's how you say it. It's like a makeshift, like, strangulation device. Jeez, I don't get That's crazy. I don't, I don't get how you could do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's just um, brain injuries. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Others were also killed by gas asphyxiation, lethal injection, or electrical shock. Oh my god. The bodies would be disposed of outdoors in hilly areas. Do they have like a place where they would do this? The house. Just, their house? Just their oh. house. Oh. Yeah. They took a break when Kenneth's son was born and he continued trying to be a police officer. Wait, so they still have their. Still have. Uh, yeah, so Kenneth does. Jeez. Okay. Angelo is just solo? I think so. That's mm. insane. And they have kids. Yep. A Probably lot. Guys. That's insane. Uh, that's disgusting. He had even helped some people in the LAPD search for themselves. Oh my god. Literally was like, I'll help you. Let me join along. Oh my god. While trying to get the 11th woman, the two men argued about Kenneth being questioned. Being anxious and mad, Angelo told him to leave town or he'd kill him. Uh, like, you're messing up this whole entire thing. You need to leave. So, like, they're both crazy, but Angelo's, like, even crazier. Yeah. Okay. Kenneth moved to Bellingham, Washington and got a job as a security officer again. He captured two women the next year. They were raped, tortured, and eventually killed. He left behind crucial clues this time for the police, including his car that had his California plates. Oh. Kenneth Uh, did this? Yeah. Okay. He was then connected to two of the victims' addresses. January 12th, he was arrested. Kenneth's (laughs) Kenneth's photo was put on the media, and David Wood, who was one of the girls who had escaped originally when Mm -hmm. they were being pimps. The first two girls? Mm -hmm. Okay. So he was the lawyer for one of them, and uh, he told the investigators about Angelo, who was arrested on October 22nd, 1979. Before his arrest, Kenneth had told the police about um, Angelo's involvement. As well. So it was kind of like bound so to happen. So he switched him out? Yep. That's good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time gap of two years before their trial. 
During this time, Veronica Lynn Campton, Compton had reached out to Kenneth. She was an actress who wrote screenplay and she also had an obsession with serial killers. No. She sent him her copy of The Mutilated Cutter, which was about a female serial killer, so she could get his thoughts on her writings. She was so fascinated that she was manipulated by him and he got her to basically copy one of the murders they had committed so it would seem like they were still out and about killing people. She even got some of his semen in a rubber glove to put oh. at the scene. What? She had attempted to lure a woman into a hotel to kill her, but the woman was too strong and she was arrested. Well, oh. oh, so she tried to kill someone else for them. Mm-hmm. She's what? crazy. Yeah. I can't figure people are like this. Like, I that's know. insane. But he was, like, feeding off, like, the fame almost. Like, yeah. he was getting from it. Yeah. That's crazy. That's scary. And here's my little ad break. Woo! Ad break. Ad break. Ad break. Ad break. And then we're back. Yeah. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Okay, Kenneth prepared for his trial in 1981. He came up with a separate personality called Steve Walker, who had supposedly committed the murders. Wait. It was his alter ego. Okay. But he watched... <laughs> so, he came up with this literally just by watching a movie the night before. He's like, oh, you know what? This will save me. I oh. remember a lot of serial killers, like, do that. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, this movie. That's what I want to <laughs> Yeah. He was interviewed by people who specialized in multiple personalities and hypnosis, and it was determined that he was faking it after he tried inventing even more alter egos, <laughs> which is apparently very uncommon to have, so they were like, nah. Yeah. The trial had uncovered evidence, including fibers from Angelo's upholstery workshop, and there was an imprint of fake police badge in his wallet. So now they know that he was faking being yeah. a cop? There were also hairs from rabbits that he had raised on another victim. Had raised on another victim? So he was raising rabbits, and, uh -huh. like, the rabbit hair got on the victim. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah. Kenneth had also agreed to plead guilty and tell, uh, tell about Angelo's involvement, but he stayed uncooperative. They were found guilty in 1983 and managed to dodge the death penalty. Kenneth received six life sentences in prison, and Angelo received life without parole. And Angelo died of natural causes in 2002 at Calipatria State Prison. Kenneth is still serving a sentence in Washington State Penitentiary. He's not eligible for parole until 2025. What is, what is parole again? Parole means you can get out of jail, but you're still like... That's like they use. That's yeah. fucked up. Yep. That's crazy. Oh, so he's still alive today. Yep. And but you, might get, you might get parole. Might yep. get out of it. That's insane. That's yeah. Kenneth, though? Yeah. Okay, well, at least it's not Angelo, but still that's not, like, a good thing yeah. at all. Like, it's that's horrible. It's still, like, pretty scary if he gets out again. Yeah. That's crazy. Be like, just so you know, times have changed. It's Doesn't been a minute. It, yeah. yeah <laughs> you don't know what's happened. Kenneth has kids, too, right? Huh? Kenneth has kids, too? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I'd feel tortured if I was their kids. Yeah. Like, that's horrible. That's why I feel bad for, like, sometimes I'll do the research on it, and it has, like, people's kids' names and stuff, and I'm like, I'm not gonna put this in here, because yeah. they don't need to be a part of it. That's I'm not like, their they fault. They didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be hard to have your whole life wrapped around. Somebody what? else. Yeah. That's yeah. horrible. All the victims were aged from 12 to 28. Jeez. Yeah. It's so young. Yeah. It's horrible. It's like... 
uh, us. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> that's why I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. I want to go, like, on road trips, like, to the forest, but I can't. Cause... Like, I'm scared to go, like, camping and stuff, because I'm like, yeah. I don't want to get murdered. And because you're girls. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so you guys watch out for that. Yeah. Sucks. We'll just have to chop all of our hair off and be boys <laughs> yeah. whenever we want to travel. Yeah, I can do that real good. <laughs> get nice wigs. Yeah. Just post cut. Oh. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> the famously known alphabet murders were committed in Rochester, New York between 1971 and 1973. The murders involved girls of different ethnicities between 10 to 11. They were raped and strangled and dumped into the wilderness. What was interesting about the murders, or the murder victims, is all three victims had double initials and their bodies were found in nearby areas whose names begin with the same letter. So, for example, Carmen Colon, who is 10 years old, was found in Churchill. Uh-huh. All the same first letters. Uh-huh. The second was Wanda Walkowicz, uh-huh. who was found in Webster at 11. Lastly was Michelle Mainza, who was found in Macedon <laughs> at 11 years old. The killing stopped after this, and there are multiple suspects involved, and a person of interest killed himself six weeks after the murders stopped, but was cleared by DNA testing in 2007. What? So they were thinking he so was they were a suspect? Like, yeah. And he killed himself? Yeah, and but then, they were able to do DNA. And he wasn't part of it? Right. So, oh, so that could have been for something else. Yeah. Jeez. One of the or, suspects... Sorry, but... No, you're good. <laughs> he could have been, like, getting threats, you know, in the mail. Yeah. He's probably bad. like, I did, didn't do this, but I did something else, so you know what? Bye. Oh, that's so hard. Yeah. <sighs> One of the suspects was Kenneth, who is working... Oh, who was working as an ice cream vendor in Rochester at the time. He denies of committing the murders, but is still under suspicion, being that there is evidence against, against him. This evidence includes his car that was spotted at two murder scenes. Also, the third victim had told her father that she was going out for ice cream when she disappeared. Wow. Yeah. Are you sure you didn't do it? Yeah. You're yeah. stuck. You might <laughs> as well just suspicious. say it. Yeah. Joseph Nasso was arrested in Reno, Nevada at 77 in 2011. Lots of numbers. Because there is suspicion that he was involved in murders dating back to 1977. Some of his supposed murders had double initials, the same as the others, and they were found near Port Costa, California, in 1978. So they could have been working together, or he got inspired by them. Yeah. He went to trial for six murders and was ruled out from the alphabet murders when his DNA was tested. Jeez. Imagine spending all that time in, like, prison and, like, being held and then, like, you never did it and it wasn't you. Exactly! Wait, oh, that's what happened? No, oh. but I'm like I'm so scared that someone's gonna find a doppelganger of me because <laughs> Jesus, you know, there, oh, but, there's yeah, like there's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's the fact of like somewhere around the world you have someone that looks exactly like you. I uh, thought there yeah. was like at least three or four people that look exactly like you. In That'd the world. be cool. If Probably you see them. They're like wait, they're like <laughs> <laughs> you're me. Are you me? <laughs> Are you my twin? <laughs> That's cool. awesome. I always hope to find yeah. mine on social media one day, but I, don't, I yeah, never I would have. just step in front of them and just stand there and yeah. just look at them. Be like, and they'll be like, wait. 
Wait, start moving and see if they just start doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do the wave and they do it too. Yeah. No words spoken. Just body language. Yeah. We are the same human. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's the whole shebang. Wow. That was wow. a big shebang. I never knew about that one. Yeah. Well, I've never heard about that. Hey, <laughs> That was fucked up. Yeah. That's crazy. Maybe I... stay away from Italians. No, <laughs> bad. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. It is a murder. Taxi sono qui. Taxi sono qui. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. I take that back. Italians are cool. <laughs> Guidos. Oh, yeah, oh, the Guidos. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, that is Italian. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> 70s. Um. Yeah. Now you just overthought it. Yeah, don't ever really thinking it right now. Be a prostitute. Well, it's sad because I feel like you know sometimes you don't have a choice to be you know a prostitute and then true that comes with it. Especially back Bottom then, like what were they gonna do? Right. Yeah, that's hard. Um, in the one that I just did, um, when we're recording this, I haven't posted it yet, but uh-huh. uh, I was doing the toy box killer. It's this guy who kept girls inside of a, it's a trailer, basically. Mm-hmm. And he would torture them and then kill them. Oh, and that's insane how disgusting. people like that. Yeah. I can't believe, like, I wonder if they think, like, oh, if that happened to me, why don't they like that? Yeah. I remember one story, like, I don't remember what it was, but he was online and he was like flirting with this guy and it was on the dark web i'm pretty sure and they were like like yeah come over and cut me up like (gasps) and then he goes and they do it and he loves it he loves it he's getting his penis cut off oh no and he loves it and then he just sits there in a tub he's like yeah just just let me sit here he just sits in his blood and dies that's crazy. That's, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's like, this is my new kink. Yeah. Or maybe well, just... it was his last. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Good passion. Yeah. But the toy box killer, the girl that escaped and got the guy arrested. Wow. She was a prostitute. And so oh. now she has a little business of her own that helps oh. people on the street. That's nice. Gives them, like, homes for... Yeah, because I like mean, it's hard. It's either, stuff. like, sometimes just life or death. Like, all right, I'm going to live this life, but at least I'm not, you know, dead. Or if they have kids, too, you know. Yeah. If you need to do anything. Yeah. And they will. That sucks that, you know, part of people want to know. I'm just That's glad stuff. things are a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, as as... Be, well, I'm glad we have, like, the technology we do, at least to catch these people like, yeah. sooner. Yeah, yeah. So, like, nine murders wouldn't happen in a year without anyone finding, like... <laughs> I wonder if that's... Catching there's probably something happening right now. No, there is. It's probably some... Well, for me. sure. Yeah. I mean, it's... I'm looking behind. <laughs> 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 oh, no, no, They're behind no, you. No, <laughs> Look out. It's probably... Yeah. I don't know. That's scary. So, if you ever get an inkling... I think that's such a funny word. What is inkling? Inkling, if you get a little suspicion about something. I have an inkling about somebody being a freaking crazy person. Yeah. Mm, Believe your gut. Stay safe. Stay safe out there, there, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Call me if you need me. Yeah. 
Call me if you get lost. Call me if you get lost. Do you guys want to come up with a question to ask? Because I have a little questionnaire on Spotify. And people can answer. And we say the answers on the next video. Like what? Like, what's your favorite food or something? I want to think of a good one. Um... Yeah. Who is your favorite Pixar mom? That is mine. Uh, that is yours? <laughs> yeah, that's mine. Yeah. Um, mine is... Um, uh, mine is if you had to have a cal- Halloween costume mm-hmm. as a serial killer, who would you dress up as? God. <laughs> God damn it. That's God a good it. one. Um... Okay, ready? Right. This is my question. All right, so my question uh, is from Uncle Sika. Um, what is your favorite show? It's a creative. What's your favorite show? Um, either regular show, Adventure Time, Uncle Grandpa, Chowder, you know, the Cartoon Network shows. Let me know. Um, yeah, I love them. So fun and like, woo. Yeah. Let me know. That was my question. Yay! Clap, 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 clap. Yes! (laughs) Uh, I want to let you guys know that I still have stickers. Yes! I'm not selling them anymore. Why? Because that's... I have no way for people to be like, I want a sticker and to pay for it online and have me send it. So I'm just giving them out. Okay. Yeah. Let her know! (laughs) I like that idea. Also... Uh, Netflix just came out with a new thing on John Wayne Gacy. I already did this case, which is why I'm saying you should watch it. Uh, it's Conversations with the Killer, the John Wayne Gacy tapes. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm gonna, because I'm gonna compare my podcast to Netflix. Yes! <laughs> That's good. Get yeah. some ideas. Yep. That's it. Yeah! Yeah! We did it! It's all dark. It's all dark and spooky. Spooky. I am dropping a little sweat, though. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe, everybody. Um, (laughs) As always, stay great. Be awesome. Do your best. Stay Um, green. Uh, Thank you, Shetta, for having me. Thank you so much, Shetta. Thank you for inviting us on. It was fun. I want to do more. We got more coming. I got a whole ass list. Yes, bro. I'm excited. Okay, ready? Have fun. Be safe. And don't be afraid to overthink it. Bye. Bye.